Hi there, everybody. Dan Sixsmith. Sales is king. How's it going, everyone? Been a little while since we did our last official podcast episode. We've been cranking out the tips of the day video segments on LinkedIn and Facebook, and those have been a hoot. Um, Definitely been having a good time with that. Been pushing out some Um, tips of the day in terms of sales, your selling game, your business game, your motivation game, all of that good stuff. So today on the podcast, I want to go into um, a little bit on how do we handle one of the common objections that we hear all the time, probably more so than any other um, type of pushback from a client or prospect. And the pushback goes like this. Hey, Dan, this was a great call, um, but let me, I'm really going to need to think about it. So, you know, maybe we could set something up um, to speak in the future. Or, um, hey, Dan, thanks so much for the time today. Uh, Can you send me some information? And then, um, you know, we'll kind of go from there. Okay, so I know I personally have heard that more than I would like to admit. I'm sure you have heard it many, many times as well. And today I'm going to create for you a plan of attack to deal with these objections. And they're really more than objections. So let's start with the plan of attack. Step number one is be prepared right step number one is we've got to be ready for it when it happens not be surprised by it not be kind of flailing about when it comes up Um, and the one thing we don't want to do which is what probably 90 percent of the salespeople do is we say okay um yes sure uh think about it and let's set up another meeting Okay, great. I'll call you in two weeks. Yeah, sure. Give me a call in two weeks. Or, sure, um, yes, I'll send some information, and then let's set up a follow-up meeting. Um, and, yeah, we, we can do a follow-up meeting. So the first step is be prepared, and let's have this plan of attack ready um, when it comes up, because it may, in fact, come up. Um, that is step number one. Step number two is understand what this is exactly Um, identify what this is and what this is is what it isn't um, is that the customer really wants some time to think it over Um, or the customer really wants you to send them some information so he can spend some quiet time alone and going through and evaluating your email it is not either of those two things. It is a blow-off. It is a blow-off. It is a, hey, Dan, I want to get on with the rest of my day. Can you stop talking now? 
I'm not buying anything, bro. That's what it is. So step number two is when you hear this, say to yourself, I'm getting blown off. Step number three is you must realize when you hear this that it's 100% on you. It is 100% your responsibility. And what it means is, it means that I, as the salesperson, have not done a complete enough job or a credible enough job or a compelling enough job in convincing this prospect to move forward. Now, certainly I'm not talking about a very complex sale where there's many different gates that you go through and many different conversations. I'm talking about when the rubber's getting ready to meet the road and you hear, can I think about it or I want to think about it. Or if you're into more of the transactional businesses, I want to talk to my husband or I want to talk to my wife or um, send me some information. It is the classic blow-off. So step three is um, take responsibility and say to yourself at this point in the call, I have not done a sufficient job here in demonstrating the value because the prospect obviously does not see it and they're getting ready to hang up and go about their business. So step four comes from one of my favorite subject matter experts, Jeffrey Gittermer. And if you don't follow him, you must. Um, he is a long-established uh, subject matter expert in sales, and I've read many of his books going back a number of decades. But step four is to create ahead of time the five or six key questions that demonstrate the value of your solution. Have those ready. And when the prospect says that he or she wants to think about it, you say to them, okay, I understand. Here are um, a few questions that you should really be focusing on as you think about it. May I text them to you now? May I email them to you now? And perhaps we can walk through them because, Mr. Prospect, this is going to be more than how much is it or more than when you want to start. There are some very, very important questions here, particularly based on what I've learned about you over the last half hour, the last 20 minutes, the last couple of calls. Then what you do is you text over the top five or six questions that's going to get this customer really thinking about you and your solution, but more importantly, about him or her and their issues or challenges. So some of the things that you can potentially put on this um, handout to the prospect is, for example, number one, how much is a new client worth to you, right? So think about if you're trying to deliver more uh, clients or more business if your solution does that, if your product does that. Question number one could be, how much is a new client worth to you? Um, another potential question could be, what is your time worth? For example, if you have a product or a solution that saves your customer's time, ask the prospect, let him think about what is his time worth. 
Um, another potential question could be, what happens if you don't meet enough new prospects? What happens if you don't meet enough new prospects? If you don't hit your number, if you don't do enough sales, um, what happens? You know, the next, another question could be, um, how will you differentiate yourself from the other competitors in your market? Um, all going after the same customers. You know, um, different things that are going to be related to the solution. You know, Gittimer mentions if you're in the security business, one of the questions could be, what happens if there is a breach? You know, what is the negative implication of a breach? You know, Jerry Acuff, who we interviewed, says, what is the negative economic consequences of not achieving your goals? So the idea is, and what we're saying here is, is that when we hear, I want to think about it, we have to spring into action. When we hear, please send me some information, we have to spring into action. We have to get proactive, and we have to recognize it as a selling opportunity, as a value opportunity for us to demonstrate and demonstrate value and get the customer or prospect thinking in a little more depth about his situation and about how you can help him. So get those questions ready. Um, send them over and then start to talk it through with the prospect. Now, this is not something that's foolproof. It's not something that's going to work all the time. It may not be something that's going to work the majority of the time. However, it is going to save you some sales. It's going to turn around some people that were about to walk away and you'd never hear from them again. So be prepared with this multi-step process. Don't accept the send me some information. Uh, don't accept the I want to think about it. But view it as an opportunity to keep the conversation going um, and to realize that it's your cue that you have to dig deeper um, into your pitch and you need to demonstrate the value. So I'll leave you today with a couple of great quotes that came from Gittimer um, in this article that he wrote. And the first one is, you are in complete control when you are prepared. Right? Think about it. When you're prepared for a call, for any circumstance that's going to go on in that call, you are going to be um, in complete control. You're going to be less nervous. You're going to be more confident. You're going to know that whatever comes up, you're going to be able to handle it. And you're going to feel like you're going to be able to close this deal and get it done. And then the other quote is, you have totally lost control when you're not prepared. You have totally lost control when you are not prepared. So, and this is true, right? If, if things come up and you're surprised by them, if you're starting to do a little bit of a dance, um, you know, not thinking on your feet properly, not prepared, not knowing what to do, essentially what's going to happen is the customer is going to control the call. The prospect is going to control the call. You're going to be playing defense the whole time versus offense, and you're going to wind up not completing the sale. So the lesson for today on sales is king is 
that when you hear I want to think about it, when you hear send me some information, you are going to spring into action. You are going to put a plan together. You're going to be thinking about it ahead of time, so you're going to be totally prepared. You're going to recognize that it is a blow-off, that the customer really does not want more information. He's trying to get you off the phone. He wants to get on with his day. He doesn't see anything of value. He doesn't see the increased value of working with you. He doesn't see maybe the reduced risk that he faces by working with you. If we're not prepared, we're going to fumble our opportunity at turning this around and potentially turning this into a win. We're going to prepare questions ahead of time that we're going to either we're going to either I was about to say facts uh, no this is 2018 Dan not 1981 um, I guess people do still fax stuff but we're going to text it or we're going to email it over while the prospects on the phone and we're going to say hey while you're thinking about this I suggest you think about the following six questions and you know what if you want to take a look at them now let me open it and walk you through it Questions like, how much is a new client worth? What is your time worth? What happens if you don't meet your goals? What are the negative implications of not meeting your goals? How will you differentiate yourself? What will happen when people come to your profile and see an incomplete profile, for example, if you are um, selling social media services? social media marketing services. So any questions that get the customer or prospect thinking about the value that might be missing that you are delivering is going to be the secret to turning around one of the most common objections. So that's it for today on the podcast. We're going to have a couple of great interviews coming up in the coming weeks that we're really excited about as we go out and get some uh, perspective from the outside on some of the top issues of what's going on in the sales game today. And again, in terms of housekeeping, thank you, uh, all of you who follow, who subscribe, who write reviews and give us likes. Um, again, please share out to your friends if you think it's something that they will um, be finding valuable. Um, certainly, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I have been doing some very interesting work with some companies in working with their sales teams and getting them prepared for digital selling in 2018 and dealing with the modern buyer. And we're seeing some tremendous results. Um, so I'm happy to kind of sit with you and consult with you and talk through some of your issues. But it is a different ball game out there. It requires a different game plan, different strategy, different execution. So for now, this is Dan, and I wish you a great week coming up, and happy selling. Peace.